Welcome back to Scary Bear Attacks. Today's episode takes us to the remote Siberian wilderness, a beautiful and wild place that we visited in our prior episodes, the Kamchatka Peninsula of Russia's Far East. The area is known as the Kronotsky Wildlife Reserve, not far from where our episode discussing Igor and Olga Moskalyova occurred. The geography of the peninsula is thick with alder and other scrub brush, as well as groves of pine, fir, and birch trees. Vitaly Nikolienko was a 66-year-old bear researcher. He was a self-taught naturalist and wildlife photographer. This is his 33rd year living with brown bears and documenting their mating rituals, social interactions, and feeding habits. The bears tolerated him and his intrusion into their environment, although he had to tumble down a few cliffs and climb some trees to avoid charging bears at times. He was a senior ranger working on the reserve and would spend several months each year at remote locations performing his research. Vitaly was renowned among the bear research sphere of scientists filling hundreds of journals and thousands of pages with his observations, field notes, and illustrations. He traveled an estimated 1,000 kilometers per year through the wilderness of the reserve warding off poachers and illegal fishermen. Vitaly documented over 800 bear contacts per year, and he knew many of the bears personally, if you will. His favorite was an older male he named Dobrynya, whom he would curl up near and sleep by on occasion. The year 2003 was a peculiar year in that the bears had not gone into hibernation by late December. It was most likely due to an environmental cause like a low salmon run or berry crop in the area. He was waiting for a helicopter out of the reserve for the season from the warmth and safety of the park cabin he called home while on duty. While preparing some tea, Vitaly looked out the window and saw his old friend, Dobrynya, walking right past the cabin on the bear trail. He grabbed his camera and his skis and followed the slow-moving Bruin toward the lake. He also brought his bear spray and his flare gun to scare the bear in case of a problem. Dobrynya slowly waddled his way up the snow-covered trail a few hundred yards ahead of Vitaly. The man always enjoyed listening to his bear friend's deep groans and rumbles as he was getting ready to rest, so Vitaly hurried to catch up. His cross-country skis allowed him to stay on top of the snow and slide across the crust, which helped him to make up ground on the bear. It only took about a mile before Vitaly saw Dobrynya's tracks entering into a thick grove of alders. He couldn't enter while standing up, nor on his skis, so he set them aside and crawled into the bush just like the bears had to do. As he approached the bear, he moaned and gesticulated in the manner that he knew they would accept. He continued forward and snapped some pictures for his memory book. On the 1st of January of 2004, just a few days after Vitaly's reacquaintance with Debrinya, the helicopter arrived at the cabin, but couldn't seem to find Vitaly. His tea was on the window still, but it was cold. He couldn't have gone far, but they called in a search team anyway. The search team arrived at the cabin and began following Vitaly's ski tracks toward the lake. After a mile or so, they found his skis sticking up vertically in the snow, obviously placed there. His tracks went into the alders, so the search team followed suit. Several yards into the grove, they found Vitaly's body lying in the snow, not more than three yards from Dobrynya's bear bed. They could see the bear's tracks running toward the man as well as the discharged orange color of the bear spray around Vitaly's body with his unfired flare gun lying next to him. Dobrynya's 6.5-inch wide tracks right next to Vitaly's body embedded deeply into the snow. His broken and bloody camera now rested upon the blood-stained snow beside him. 
The rescue party brought him back for burial and goodbyes from his community. Vitaly's controversial observation methods were broadly criticized in the scientific circles, and his death seemed to be confirmation for his critics. Many of the bears he had made comfortable in his presence were killed by poachers shortly before and after his death. Just two months before Vitaly's death, Timothy Treadwell and his girlfriend were killed in Alaska. <laughs>